0: In Jesus' name we pray. Praise
1: the Lord. Good morning. How are you? It's afternoon. Good afternoon. It's a blessed day for us to be together once again. Uh, I was about to start laughing and uh, those who have been close to me, some people look at me and they look at my face, they think I'm a very serious person. Sometimes when I laugh, I also get embarrassed of myself because it's very loud. Uh, I noticed uh, the announcements concerning the meetings this week. And uh, I imagined something in my mind and I nearly laughed. Uh, On 25th, we have a meeting at uh, 6. So I imagined myself coming here and forgetting that the meeting is there. And sitting here alone waiting for people to come.
2: <laughs> so uh, I thought uh, I don't know how I would react because I missed sleep I missed the prayer meeting so <laughs>
1: it looked funny and then I also thought of Thursday when we are shifting back here for the meeting and because now I realize have
2: moved there I also sit that big hall alone for the entire period of the meeting, and I, I, I just smiled. I said it would be funny, but uh, uh, that is it. Praise the Lord. Uh, many, many years
1: ago, as I grew up, and I think I share this with many of you, uh, Christmas was a very special moment in my life. And uh, there
2: are reasons for that. One of the major reasons was uh, clothes. Praise the Lord!
1: This was one time that I knew at least, at least, I will get a shot. Praise the Lord! The problem with that that uh, arrangement was that that shirt was just put on on that day and we were advised to keep it. Because this is a special shirt for Christmas. And you know how children grow very fast. So the next Christmas, they would say, try if that shirt can fit you. (laughs) And you know what it is like because children grow very fast. So, even fitting in was a problem, and uh, so we would also go back and say, can you get me another one? So, those shirts were very special because they were just put on maybe once or twice, Christmas
2: and Easter and halas. Praise the Lord. And things would be like that. The second reason was about food. Hallelujah.
1: I know many of our sisters now, the kind of arrangements they have, they don't want to be disturbed at all. Brethren, give them time. Let them sit alone and do the budgeting and plan for the 25th. Rice and chapati was a delicacy. And the chicken. And so, one day that I knew these things would not miss was on the 25th. Hallelujah! I looked forward to that time. And somehow the rice that was cooked on that day, the smell was different. Even in the compound, if you are sitting somewhere, somehow that aroma would just Move around and reach your nose, and so we played a lot because we knew something. Mama was doing something somewhere. It was a very enjoyable moment, and of course, in the evening there would be the leopard skin, the chapati. Praise the Lord! You know, chapatis when you look at them, they look like the hide of a leopard. Eh? <laughs> Praise the Lord! So we knew many of them would be there. So we would talk of uh, uh, the leopard today is going to suffer. Because they would be prepared. So there was a level of expectation every time as we approached Christmas. And the reasons were different. Of course for me as a child, my reasons for expecting Christmas were very different. It was the cloth and the food and the parents had different expectations most likely it was because they were sensing the pocket is going to to be affected very much at this time and uh, in my place january is a time when school fees is very heavy people have got to go back to school you've got to budget for school fees, for books, and all those things. And so, this is a troubling moment for parents, but the kids don't usually understand. They are very happy because everything is going on well. I'm talking about expectations. The expectations of people are different at that time. And uh, I would like us just to focus on that issue of expectations. Why do we look forward to Christmas? That is an important aspect that we need to look at as uh, we meditate upon the Word of God this afternoon. Uh, I want us to read again the verse that uh, Pastor read to us, Matthew 21, chapter 1, 21. Uh, Matthew chapter 1, verse 21. And he shall bring forth a son, and thou shalt call his name Jesus, for he shall save his people from their sins. Father, in the mighty name of the Son, Jesus Christ, this afternoon we bow before you. Jehovah God, we glorify your holy name because you are mighty. Father, we thank you because of the plan that you have had for us since eternity and to eternity to come. Jehovah, we are grateful because you are a mighty God, and great are the things that you have in store for each one of us, O Lord. Father, this morning that you may open our understanding to the plans that you have for us as human beings, O God. Father, we thank you, we glorify your name. In Jesus' name we pray. Uh, it's a moment of thanking God this morning, and uh, just
2: before we get into the Word, I'd like us just to, I was taught something here, a uh, brief chorus. I want so pay you, Jesus, <laughs> I Jesus, I want so you, Jesus, Oh, our soap so in Jesus. Yes, in Jesus. Our soap yes, in Jesus. Yes, in Jesus. Oh, we are saying thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. We are saying thank you, Jesus. Thank you, my Lord. I am saying thank you, Jesus. Thank you, my Lord. I am saying thank you, Jesus. Thank you, my Lord. There is every reason for us to be grateful to God this afternoon. From
1: January to this very moment, God has been gracious to us. He has kept each one of us in a miraculous way. There are people who do not know what the devil had plans, the plans the devil had for them. But because of God's grace, God stood by and stopped the wave of the enemy. We don't know about it. But because of his love for you and me, he said, this one shall not befall my beloved. Jesus Christ stood and said, this ones, my hand is upon them. I shall not allow evil to befall their way. Their children shall not suffer want because my hand is upon them. Their people, their colleagues in the place of work, shall not suffer because of their presence in that place. And because of that, God has been so gracious to each one of us. I love when Pastor was reading this verse because many times, as I said, and last week, somebody gave us statistics. Reasons for why people, as to why people look forward to Christmas. We were told of how $75 million is going to be spent on liquor. We were told of how many people are going to party and how much is estimated to be uh, to be spent. But I want to thank God this very morning. He has got something special for us. He wants us to be reminded of His reason for coming on earth. Praise the Lord. Many people at the time Jesus Christ was being born, Zachariah had his own reasons of expectation. Simeon had his own reasons of expectation. Anna had his own, re- her, she had her own reason of expectation. But one thing I love about God, he looks far into the future. People in Israel were expecting immediate deliverance from the rule of the Romans. Praise the Lord. But Jesus had no plans to dislodge that government at that time. He was fighting a major war that was to last for a very long time. And it was affecting the human race. Praise the Lord. A war that you and I did not know anything about, but we found ourselves in it. And that is the war that Christ came to finish on our behalf. Praise the Lord. We have been born of uh, of flesh and blood. The Bible tells us, That when Adam sinned, he conceived us. Sorry. When Adam sinned, the sin came into our bodies. And so all of us, the generation that came from Adam, by default, we find ourselves with sin in us. Praise the Lord. And so I was wondering, God Almighty could have stood on a mountain and declared, I have saved the human race. God Almighty could have decided, I am sending Gabriel to go and preach to people. God Almighty could have decided, I am going to have one person who is going to be born in a very special family. And this person is going to deliver people. But he said, no, none of this is going to fit the bill. He said, I am going to send my own son. He is going to take the body of flesh, blood and flesh. He will assume that body. He will grow in that body. And that's the reason why we need to meditate upon this. Praise the Lord. This flesh that we have, brethren, it has held us captive for many years. This flesh that we have has imprisoned us. It has held us captive in the world of sin. And this is the war that Christ came to fight. That is the reason why Christ is taking upon Himself the body of flesh. So that in this body He may crush the power of sin in our lives. Praise the Lord. He would have chosen any other vessel to use so that He may deliver the world. But something went on and Christ said, No, I will take the body of flesh. That body that is sinful. That body that sinned from the very beginning. That I cast in the garden of Eden. That body must be liberated because it is the one that is holding captive my people in the world. I must deliver them from the oppressive power of sin in the body. Praise the Lord. So we see something happen in Genesis 3 verse 7. Quickly, we'll take that background so that we come to our message today, dealing with our body and how God has delivered us. Why Christ had to take the human body in order to come and deliver us. Verse 7, it says, And the eyes of them both were opened, and they knew that they were naked. And they sewed fig leaves together and made themselves aprons. Praise the Lord. Man, on realizing that he had fallen short of the glory of God, decided to come up with his own method of overcoming it. The Bible tells us they took fig trees and sew an apron in which they covered themselves. Now, when we talk about clothes, a white garment, in the Bible, it reflects the righteousness. These people, they are seeing, they are feeling that they are naked. It is because their sinful nature was exposed to them. They began to realize that they are sinners in the presence of God. And they took these leaves. But God would have nothing of that nature. God will never allow man to take his own salvation into his own hands. Because it cannot work. It will never satisfy. It will never meet the standards of God. So God came in 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 chapter 3 verse 21. The Bible tells us as we read on. And to Adam also and to his wife did the Lord God make coats of skins and clothed them. Praise the Lord. God said, I don't want leaves. I am going to give you a hide. I am going to give you the skin of an animal. So an animal was slaughtered. Blood flowed. Because sin had to be remitted. Sin had to be paid for. But I want to thank God. In addition to the blood flowing at that time, to remit sin, there was the additional benefit of the skin from the animal. Now, one good thing is this. In the Middle East, it is too hot. I am assuming the Garden of Eden was around this place. Praise the Lord. That's an assumption. I don't know. But you, will, you may be better placed. I'm saying, when a skin of an animal is slaughtered, and the, the animal is skinned, I have gone through some places. They hang the hide in a, a shed. They want it to dry with time. The longer it dries, and the more drier it is, the longer it is able to stay. Praise the Lord. So, unlike the leaves, which will wither within a very short time in a hot sun, the skin requires a hot sun in order to live longer. Praise the Lord. So, God took the short-term solution and gave us a long-term solution. But that was a pointer to the ultimate solution that God had for you and for me. That was in the man Christ Jesus. And all through the history of man, man has been slaughtering animals in order to pay for his sin. But God could not allow this to continue. Because it could not meet the demands of heaven. Praise the Lord. The blood that was shed could not meet the demands of heaven. Somebody is asking, Kenneth, this would be suitable for Easter. But I am saying before you reach Easter, you start with Christmas. Praise the Lord. So we will start from Christmas as we go to Easter. It will be in four months' time, but let us mention it now. Praise the Lord. These animals that were being slaughtered, in the book of Hebrews, the Bible says, the blood of bulls and goats could not satisfy. It could not take away sin. Praise the Lord. It could not take away sin. And so there was a special blood to be sought for. There was a special blood to be sought for. If Jesus had stood on a mountain and said, Be saved, there would be no blood to be shed. Praise the Lord. Because the body that He had would be different from the ones that we have. And the body that wanted to be saved was this one of that we own. The body of flesh and blood. So if we go to the book of Hebrews... We read something very interesting there. Hebrews chapter 10. Verse 2. For then would they not have ceased to be offered. Because, maybe we may start from verse 1. For the law having a shadow of good things to come and not the very image of the things, can never with those sacrifices which they offered year by year continually make the comers thereunto perfect. Verse 2. For then would they not have ceased to be offered. For then would they not have ceased to be offered. Because that the worshippers once purged should have had no more conscience of sin. Verse 3. But in those sacrifices... There is a remembrance again made of sin every year. Praise the Lord. So when man continued to offer sacrifices, all that he was doing was to remind himself of his deficiency. He was reminding himself of how how far he is from God. And so the Bible says here in Hebrews, if those sacrifices were enough, they were adequate to cover for our sins, men would have stopped giving them. Because the sin of man would have been forgiven at that time. But it was not possible. So as we continue reading, we see something emerge there. In verse verse 5, Wherefore, when he cometh into the world, he said, Sacrifice and offering thou wouldest not, but a body hast thou prepared for me. Praise the Lord. A body... Have thou prepared for me? That is Jesus saying. He said God had prepared for him a body. This is the body that was supposed to be given as a sacrifice. As an ultimate sacrifice. That is why Jesus, in all his, be- his majesty, had to take the body of flesh and come on earth. But now there was a different turn of events here. If Christ would have just landed in Muscatl, and said, I'm the Christ of God. What would happen? I was watching something, some, some, some uh, clip on uh, a Buddhist monk who died for four days. And uh, the body had been embalmed. Everybody was crying. And the village was gathered because now they wanted to cremate the body. And suddenly... Suddenly, people were crying, he has left them. In, in my village, when you hear women cry over the dead, sometimes you laugh. When Though it's sad. Because they, why didn't you just stay with me for one more day? Why didn't you give me the one more hour to talk to you? They will say all those sorts of things. And I believe these people were also saying those kind of things. But when the man rose up, The people were saying, why didn't you stay with me for one day? They took off. They could not wait. That is how it would have appeared. If Christ just appeared here like this, the people were waiting for salvation. The people were imagining God was going to intervene in their situation. Will not wait to listen to him. They will take off. But God in his wisdom. He said. Sin does not begin at a mature mature level. It starts from the time somebody is born. Praise the Lord. That is why your child does what he does. Which you don't like. You did not sit down and say my son. I want you to behave like this. Because the nature of sin is in him. So he finds himself just uncontrollably, just flowing with the sin. Saying some things that you don't want him to say. Doing some things that you don't want him to do. And God knowing that sin starts from that conception. I was conceived in sin. From the conception moment, sin is already in the body of a man. Christ had to go the same process. Praise the Lord. So that he emerges a victor over the body of sin from conception up to the crucifixion. Praise the Lord. He did no wrong. He did no sin because he was an overcomer. He had already overcome sin in the flesh. Praise the Lord. Because the power of God was mighty in him, he could not touch sin. Praise the Lord. He was pure and holy. And that was a demonstration to you and me. It is possible. Praise the Lord. The Bible says elsewhere, Be ye holy, for I am holy. God cannot give you an assignment that is impossible. Praise the Lord. I am a teacher. And if you show me a teacher who goes to look for the most difficult question to give to the students, I will tell you there is something wrong with that man. You don't set a test to frustrate students. You don't give an exam to demoralize students. You give an exam that will encourage them. Praise the Lord. And so if God said, be ye holy, for I am holy, it means it is possible. And he demonstrated it through the man Christ Jesus. Praise the Lord. He was born. He walked on the same face of the earth as we walk. He lived under, their par- and under his parents the same way we, we lived. He will face the same challenges of his time as, we fa- as they faced, as the other people faced. But no evil was found in this man Christ. Praise the Lord. He emerged victorious. That was the purpose for which God prepared that body. So that this Christ will demonstrate to you and me that I have come in this world that you may not suffer the bondage of sin anymore. You may be set free from the burden of sin. You may be delivered from the evil powers of darkness. Praise the Lord. Because the devil attacks your body of flesh and blood, God had to show victory over it, so that we may become victorious in our lives. Praise the Lord. If we continue further, it says, Then said I, Lo, I come. In the volume of the book, it is written of me. To do thy will, O God. Verse 8. Above, above when he said, Sacrifice and offering, and burnt offerings and offering for sin, Thou wouldest not, neither hadest pleasure therein, which are offered by the law. The sacrifices that were offered. Before Christ came in the flesh. They could not meet the demands of God. God was never pleased with them. He sought for a sacrifice that would meet the demands of heaven. For you and for me. And that is why the priests who used to offer, every year they would plan how they are going to offer. Every year they would plan how they are going to offer. But when Christ came, all that came to a stop. Praise the Lord. That you and me may receive the ultimate offer. May all give it to God, and all will be done. Praise the Lord. So this morning, as we remember Christmas, I want us to know that God has got a purpose for us. Christmas must be a daily experience. Praise the Lord. And like me, who looks forward to two important things in one day in a year, the same way the priest will look forward to one day of offering, God has made it possible. That I can enjoy every day from January 1st to 31st December. The joy of feeling forgiven. Praise the Lord. No more under the power of sin in my flesh. No more subject to the authority of the enemy in my flesh. I am more than a conqueror because Christ abides in me. Praise the Lord. And we see in the book of Luke. Maybe somebody had read it last week. We saw what happened when Mary went to visit Elizabeth. Because Christ was already in Mary. Something was happening to Elizabeth. Praise the Lord. Something happened to Elizabeth. A recognition of the Messiah's presence was felt immediately. The voice came out of Mary. And Elizabeth had the baby inside jump. Praise the Lord. I don't know. I don't know how it feels. Maybe women are better placed to explain this. But I'm sure it is a satisfying experience. Because when you go for your clinic every time, don't ask me. I've been, I've been a shuffle for quite a, some time. I, I always play the escort to this, this business. The good news is, when she emerges from there and she says everything is fine, the chef is also previous. Okay, okay. But you know, it's a relief. Praise the Lord. You know, things are okay. Women are always proud, feeling that the child inside is okay. Praise the Lord, is alive and well. I am sure Elizabeth on this jump, it was just not the normal experience that the baby is okay. There was something unique, that's why she started prophesying. Praise the Lord. So, I want to say this this Christ that we are talking about in terms of Christmas, He has come to abide inside us, He has come. To change the circumstances inside our lives, praise the Lord. That rivers of living waters may flow from within. When Mary came, something happened. We talked of bosons the other time. There was a boson that jumped to Elizabeth, praise the Lord. And something happened to Elizabeth. She was excited. She knew something had happened. I want us to turn to the book of Romans again. About the body. We are talking about this body. Why Christ had to take the body of flesh and blood instead of just coming to speak to us? Why did He have to be born the same way we were born? Romans chapter 8. There is therefore now no condemnation to them which are in Christ, who walk not after the flesh, but after the Spirit. For the law of the Spirit of life in Christ Jesus hath made me free from the law of sin and death. For what the law could not do, in that it was weak through the flesh. Now take note of that. It was weak through the flesh. God sending His own Son in the likeness of a sinful flesh And for sin, condemned sin in the flesh. Praise the Lord. That is why I thank God that He sent Christ to be born. To live among us in the same flesh we have. Because by so doing, He condemned sin in my flesh. Praise the Lord. That sin may no longer have dominion over me. That sin may no longer have power over me. That power of sin that holds me down can be subject to the authority of God. Praise the Lord. And as we see, for they that are after the flesh do mind the things of the flesh, but they that are after the Spirit, the things of the Spirit. So that tells me one thing, that if I allow my flesh to take over, then I will be minding the things of the flesh. And therefore I am inviting the consequence, which is death. But if I allow Christ to crucify my flesh, So that it is offered now as a living sacrifice unto God. I will be inviting the gift of God that is eternal life. Praise the Lord. Because he has overcome the power of sin in my flesh. I am able to overcome. Praise the Lord. I am able to stand against the enemy and tell him. Satan, my Christmas is every day. Christ abides in me. He is within me. I will not yield to your powers. I will not yield to your forces. Because he has given me power. Praise the Lord. If we move on. The same same chapter. We see something happen. If I may just take you back to chapter 7. Verse 15. Paul says, writes this. God instructs Paul to write this, and he says, For that which I do, I allow, no, I allow not. For what I would, that do I not. But what I hate, that do I. Somebody to read for us in the uh, NIV.
2: I think it is straightforward. This, 15. 15.
0: New translation, I don't really understand myself for I want to do what is right, but I don't do it. Instead, I do what I hate.
1: Praise the Lord. It is simpler for me, that one. Don't ask me why I carry this. <laughs> Praise the Lord. What I want to do, I don't find myself doing it. But what I don't want to do, I find myself driven to do it. Because there is a power in this flesh. A force in this flesh. It does not respect my education. It does not respect my money. It does not respect my being abroad. Praise the Lord. Whether I am home in my village or here, that force still operates. But I thank God, because of Jesus Christ, when Paul was sharing with us this, he had experienced it also. That the flesh of a man can lead him to do things that he doesn't want to do. No matter how educated he is, no matter how religious he is, you will find yourself falling into a dirty pit that you don't want to be. But if you read the same chapter towards the end, he says, but thank God, Jesus Christ, praise the Lord. We need to read this. Verse 21. I find then a law that when I would do good, evil is present with me. For I delight in the law of God after the inward man. But I see another law in my members, warring against the law of my mind, and bringing me into captivity to the law of sin, which is in my members. O wretched man that I am, who shall deliver me from the body of this death? I thank God, through Jesus Christ our Lord. So then, with the mind I myself serve the law of God, but with my flesh the law of sin. He is grateful to go through Jesus Christ. He is able to escape the hold of the body, the power of sin in his body. Praise the Lord. We cannot be free from the powers of darkness, from the forces of darkness that operate in our body, unless we take upon ourselves this Christ Jesus. Praise the Lord. This is the very reason why Christ has come. That he may defeat the works of the enemy in our flesh. Many of us, many human beings, want to be so important. When they listen to the eulogy of Nelson Mandela, you hear everybody say, I wish I was like this man. I don't wish. Sorry. Praise the Lord. Yes, in the African culture, it's not good to talk about the dead. But if that will inform us something, we shall do so. Don't wish to be like him. You don't know where he is. I was sitting with a colleague in a Christmas party somewhere. Of the principal. And she came where I was sitting on the table alone. And she said, you know, she's from South, South Africa. She said, you know, I'm just wondering what is happening to Nelson Mandela now. I said, <laughs> I said you need to be worried. You <laughs> Praise the Lord. If it does remind you to think about your life after, think about it no more. Praise the Lord. You can be so good in this world. Everybody around will talk about you. But if you have failed to subject your flesh to the power, the, the power of God, the Spirit of God, it's useless. Many will praise you. They will say how wonderful you have been. But the flesh, the flesh, has let you down. Praise the Lord. They will say how you have overcome a lot of difficulties in life. But the flesh has let you down. But that is the war that Christ came to finish. Praise the Lord. While Simeon was waiting just to see him and then die. While Anna was just waiting to see him and give glory to God. While Zechariah was also just waiting so that in the event he will also get a son. We are not waiting for him just to celebrate him. Many times you see the picture of a young baby in a manger somewhere. And sometimes we are tempted to to pity Christ. You say, ah, he was born in a very harsh condition. Ah. Oh, God blessed him. That's why he was born in a... That's why he was lifted up. No, he chose. So that you and me could be liberated from the power of sin. Praise the Lord. He wanted to set you free. The war that you fight, the world that is so, so, the greatest war that you can ever overcome, you and I, it is ourselves. Praise the Lord. Don't think of overcoming, changing other people around. Just think about changing yourself, and the other things will fall in place. Praise the Lord. Just pray to God, God, change me. I want this body to die. That is why John the Baptist said, I must decrease. This body must come down, down, as He increases in me. Praise the Lord. We must crucify ourselves, that Christ may arise in us. Praise the Lord. When He arises, then the victory comes our way. We become more than conquerors. That is the reason to celebrate Christmas. Because we have overcome sin in our flesh. Praise the Lord. It's not because of the holiday that is coming. I know many teachers are happy now. But I pray... That you may recognize, you may recognize the importance of Christmas. That God has given us victory over sin. Praise the Lord. That's the beginning. The crucifixion was just the crowning moment. But when he was born in the, when he was conceived in the womb of Mary, that was the beginning of the victory over the power of sin in our flesh. Because that body was to be made subject to the Spirit of God. Praise the Lord. And that is one thing that we need to celebrate so much this morning, this afternoon. Because He has done it to us. Praise the Lord. I want us to move to John, to read two verses as we come to conclusion. John 10.10. It's a verse that you know. The thief cometh not, but for to steal... And to kill. And to destroy. I am come that they might have life. And that they might have it more abundantly. Praise the Lord. Christ did not come to take a kingdom from the Romans. Praise the Lord. He came that we may have life and have it more abundantly. He confirmed it there. The reason why I was born in the flesh. Was that you you and everybody around. May have life and have it more abundantly. Praise the Lord. In Luke 4.18 In the early days of his ministry he walks in the, in the synagogue and says The Spirit of the Lord is upon me because he has anointed me to preach the gospel to the poor. He has sent me to heal the brokenhearted, to preach deliverance to the captives. And the recovering of sight to the blind. To set at liberty them that are bruised. Praise the Lord. That is the mission of Christ Jesus on earth. That you may have life and have it more abundantly. We looked at the rich man the other time and we said he was a rich man. So he was living a good life. But the man was seeking for eternal life. Praise the Lord. There was some deficiency in his heart. You and I need this abandoned life. I don't know. You may be here with us this morning. We may all be celebrating and singing along with the worship team, the choir. But somewhere deep within, you feel you are held somewhere. Something is disturbing you. The liberty that God came, Christ came to give is not there. The setting free of the captive mind in you is not happening. But we are saying this morning, the reason why Christ, we celebrate Christmas this morning, and for the days to come, is that you may be free. You may be liberated. You may be set free. You may become an overcomer. Those that have been held in the dungeons of sin, in the dungeons of oppressive powers of darkness, Christ has come that you may be free. Praise the Lord. That will be the abundant life that you need. There is no reason for you to miss out on this, brother. There is no reason whatsoever because Christ came that whosoever believeth in Him may have life and have it more abundantly. Praise the Lord. You can say, I am the whosoever. You can say it, I am the whosoever. Place your name there and say, I want to benefit from His coming. Praise the Lord. No more celebrating of Christmas just because it's an event. No. It is going to be an experience in our lives. We will, experience, we will celebrate it because Christ has spoken to us from within. An experience that you have felt that this man Christ now abides in me. Praise the Lord. Mary, who was expecting? She was a virgin like every other virgin in the land at that time. Because her mind was set on a given expectation, God touched her. Praise the Lord. You can also have an expectation this morning and God will do something for you. Praise the Lord. Many, the shepherds in the field, there were many shepherds who were looking after animals at that time. But why this particular group? There must be an expectation of something going to happen. Praise the Lord. Set your expectations unto God, and He will be able to meet all your needs. Praise the Lord. I want us to stand up this morning. Father, we thank you. We bless your holy name. We glorify you because you hear us, O oh Lord. And you bless us, O oh God. The year has gone. You have been a blessing in our lives. The new year is coming, God, and you have already lined up many blessings for us, Lord. Fathers, we look forward to this coming year. We pray in these few remaining days, if there be any of us that is still battling, If there be any in our midst God, that is still wondering, what is happening with me? Father, we pray for a divine visitation God, You did it for Mary. You did it for Elizabeth. You did it, O Lord. And now, O my Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, visit your people, O God. Touch each one of them with the needs that they have. In Jesus' name we pray.
3: Even as we are standing. Let's remember. Four. Four. Ground Satan has no authority. Thousand darkness must flee. For Christ has a victory. Oh, the victory. Loudly, over sin, he has conquered. Hallelujah. He has conquered over, over death victorious, victorious Hallelujah Victorious over sickness, sickness he, triumph, he, he has triumph. Hallelujah He is triumph. Jesus Reigns over all Over sin He has conquered Hallelujah He has conquered Over death Victorious, hallelujah, victorious over sickness. Here I am, hallelujah, here I am. Jesus, reigns over all.
0: As we depart, let's just remember what was spoken to us this day. Let's just meditate for a moment before, as we close and think about what was said. What is your expectation today? Is Christmas a once-in-a-year experience or is it a daily experience? Who do we serve today? Is it the law of the flesh or is it the law of God? Christmas is a season of gifts. But remember that the greatest gift you have received or you can receive is the gift of eternal life. Romans 6.23 says this, For the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God Is eternal life in Christ Jesus our Lord. Let's just thank the Lord that He has spoken. And even as we remember what He has said to us this day. Let's pray and let's ask God to change our hearts. To bring us with an expectation where we know that Christ is ruler in our life. Let's not just Be like every other person, waxing and waning with the frustrations of the world around us. But rather, let us always have that joy and that peace which Christ brought for us. Let Christ's sacrifice on that cross have some meaning to each one of us. Father God, we thank you, Lord. We thank you, Father God, that you have spoken to us today. And Father God, I pray, Lord, that you will change us You will change the hearts of each and every one of us. To be more like the persons you want us to be, Lord Father. To be Christ-like in our attitude, Lord Father. To enjoy that calm and that peace and that joy that you have given us, Lord Father. We give glory to you. We thank you, Father God, for, for your servant whom you have used today, Lord. And we pray, Lord, that you will continue to guide and lead. We pray, Lord, that your anointing will be upon him in multiple portions. And you will use him the more in days to come be with each one of us lord father even as we depart from here and i pray lord that even as we celebrate this season lord we will celebrate with joy and we will celebrate with the victory that you have given us lord father in jesus name we pray amen let's share the grace may the grace of our lord jesus christ the love of god the fellowship of the holy spirit be with us all now and forevermore amen surely goodness and mercy shall follow us all the days of our lives and we shall dwell in the house of the Lord forever and ever. Amen. Amen.